Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Sinister Sunday School. I am the Sinister Minister, and this is a short-form podcast where we look at the unique characteristics of the champions found across the universe we know and love as Marvel's Contest of Champions. Welcome back, y'all. Today, I want to begin with some very important words. Longing. Rusted. Seventeen. Daybreak. Furnace. Nine. Benign. Homecoming. One. Freight car. With those words, the Winter Soldier is awakened and ready to do the will of the one who spoke them. Okay, okay. They have to be spoken in Russian. Zhelanye. Zavoit. Zinachet. Raveyet. Pietch. Deyet. Dobro. Okay, I'll stop there because let's just keep them resting. And my apologies at the pronunciation and maybe Kentucky accent with the Russian. Uh, Like I said, today we're looking at the Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes. And while this is a short-form podcast that really just looks at the Marvel Contest of Champions, I have to stop and say Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes is so amazing in the MCU. Just, I, I love his character. Now, Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War are probably my two favorite movies from the current uh, MCU meta, if you will. The story goes that Bucky successfully enlisted to fight against the Germans in World War II, whereas his best friend, Steve Rogers, couldn't seem to make the cut. Now, although the comics, uh, if I remember correctly, they actually have Bucky meeting Steve after Steve was already in the army. At, at any rate, they... Uh, the two of them become fast friends, and Bucky always looks out for Steve. Due to time constraints, let me oversimplify things. When Steve Rogers became Captain America, he was eventually allowed to assemble his own military crew for various missions. Uh, we know them as the Howling Commandos. On one of the missions they were on, Bucky, uh, something happens, and Bucky's presumed dead, and his body is never found. Hydra, however, does recover his body, and they end up reanimating and reprogramming him as this cyborg assassin known as the Winter Soldier. Now, with his memory wiped and him being retrained, he's sent on all these different military operations. And in between them, he's put in this um, cryogenically frozen state. Sometimes those lasted for really short periods of maybe weeks or months. Sometimes they lasted years and even uh, over a decade at one point. Since he has these uh, cybernetic enhancements as technology advances, those cybernetics were tweaked and enhanced uh, along with with the uh, technological evolutions. Now, eventually, the Winter Soldier is sent out against members of the Avengers, and Captain America recognizes the Winter Soldier as Bucky, and he believes that Bucky can still be redeemed, that some of Bucky is still buried deep inside there. Now, thanks to Steve Rogers, Wakanda, mental health care, and of course, Falcon, Bucky Barnes is fully rehabilitated. There are a few storylines where Bucky ends up carrying both uh, the shield and mantle of Captain America when Rogers or other Captain Americas are either presumed dead or maybe missing themselves. What What I loved about the TV series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is uh, the storyline that really hits on what I think people like about the Winter Soldier. It's what I like about him. Uh, 
we all have a past. We have all made mistakes. We've all screwed up. Some of it definitely is stuff that we've brought on ourselves. Other times, we kind of just get caught up in what's going on around us, and we don't even notice how far we've slipped from what we know is right and wrong. Now, Bucky spends the entire season trying to right the wrongs that he committed as the Winter Soldier, but he can't do it on his own. There are several uh, things that are going to end up pushing Bucky towards finding this sense of redemption. You know, there's the realization of his crimes. He has to own those for what they are. Steve Rogers' legacy and, and friendship really push Bucky to be a better man. The Dora Milaje, they have invested time and energy into his rehabilitation. His therapist, Dr. Rayner, the, the friendship and partnership that he has with Sam. Yori Nakajima, he's the father of RJ Nakajima, which in the show Falcon and the Winter Soldier, RJ kind of represents all of the murders that Winter Soldier ever committed. And so it's, it's a really powerful redemption moment when Bucky comes to terms with what he's done and what he needs to do. And I think even to a degree, we could say that his working relationship with Baron Zemo, uh, all, all of this kind of helps Bucky to find a sense of redemption. Now, you all know that I am a minister. I love a good redemption story, so that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Bucky Barnes has a great redemption arc. We all know what it looks like to mess up. And none of us can actually fix those mistakes by ourselves. We need others, just like Bucky did. Now, as a follower of Christ, I put my faith in Jesus' sacrifice at the, re at the redemption that I have because of what he's done. I also connect with the community. Some of those are fellow believers, and some of them aren't. That community helps me address my own broken edges, and I, in turn, help some of them address their own broken edges. It's beautiful when it works the right way. Not easy, but definitely beautiful. And that's redemption. Something that we have a longing for. It moves us out of stickiness, you know, kind of like um, feeling like you're rusted in place. All of us want to go back to that time when we were, you know, 17 or earlier. The, the daybreak of our innocence. Okay, okay, I'm going to stop with the words because they're coming back up again. But <laughs> I want to go ahead and end this episode and just thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you're sharing with your friends and we'll see you next week.